April and you are listening to the Talking Games podcast. My name is Jackie Turner and I am here with Mr. Rob Newmeyer. Hello. Mr. Justin Townsend. Oi. And that's it because Steve is not with us this week. He was hit by a truck. No, actually not literally hit by a truck. Feels like he hit, was hit by a truck, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Something with so his he's throat. Sick. We hope he feels better soon. He will be back next week, I'm sure. But not this week. It's just us three. Hey, oh. How have you been? Have you been missing me? No, you have, right? Not even a little bit. <laughs> you Especially both missed me terribly. After you tried to kill me with the candy you brought back. That's not candy. Oh, that candy. Yeah, that, sour yes, candy. That would be candy. Yes, yes. That I brought was... back lots of weird foods. So whatever this was, if, if you're familiar with Warheads, uh, the, the sour candy that, that we had in the States, at least. Did, did you have them over there? Or uh, no, similar. Okay, well, these are like sticking 20 warheads in your <laughs> mouth at once and the sourness does not go away right away um, it lingers yeah definitely it's potent it did look like you were chewing on a lemon which <clears throat> is pretty funny so yeah i i liked it it was good i'm gonna eat them it's yeah. just not all at one time what else did we have uh, we had marmite rice cakes marmite yes now what is that well marmite is like a yeast extract spread okay which you can put on your toast and Tom. it's nice no <laughs> this sounds really bad. But now, isn't that what like Vegemite is? It's very similar. Okay. Yes, but but Vegemite is Australian well, and yes. Marmite is not. Okay. So I think that's like the main are, difference. Are they the same thing? They're very similar. Okay. I've never tried Vegemite, so maybe one of our listeners has tried Vegemite and can tell me. I have only tried Marmite, but it's yummy. It's like very salty. Uh-huh. And um, then the other salty thing. <laughs> we have some um, Mr. Porky pork crackles. Now, yeah. when I was a kid, I used to go to like the pub with my my dad and my granddad, and explains a lot. <laughs> Continue. And obviously, I couldn't have a beer, but what I could do is have pork crackles or pork crackling or whatever you want to call it. And it's just basically it's like the rind from the outside of the pig, and like roasted or deep fat fried or whatever the hell fried. they do. Yes. Yeah. So basically, it's really crunchy. It still has a little bit of hair on. Lots of hair, apparently. <laughs> Oh, they were so good. They're really good. Mm. It's like bacon. You said it's it's, it's kind of like, like bacon. I, I liken it to like when you get uh, buffalo wings and mm. the end of it, like the extra skin is super, super crispy. Yes. Like that that taste, that's exactly what that tasted yeah. like. So, yeah. So I've been treating you all to some, you know, extra culinary treats mm. for you to try. Expand your palate. Mm-hmm. And Justin, so. Justin, you have chocolates and stuff. To oh yeah, home. Jackie brought me back a whole mess of chocolate. <laughs> yes, I, I ate mine already. Oh, you did. Yeah, oh. it was good though. Me too. I've done nothing but eat crisps and chocolate. I haven't actually had a regular meal in two days. Just chocolate and crisps. And curries. Did you like drink the curry out of the jar? Oh, I did bring back like seven or eight curry sauces as uh, well. Yeah, that's awesome. I miss that so. But how was your trip? It was good. It was fun. Uh-huh. It was nice. I got to, you know, see all my family and everything, which is great. Um, I went to France for the day, oh. which was awesome. Had like a nice meal. Um, Luke had frog's legs, which... That ugh. surprised me. Yeah, it was really gross. They were like in this cream sauce and you had to like suck the meat off of the bone. It's a, you don't really have to suck the meat off the bones. It's just that... There are smaller bones you have to deal with, so some sometimes they they it just didn't look that appetizing uh-huh. to be honest. But then I also I ordered what I thought was going to be like some crab meat with some salad, <laughs> and in fact just got a very large, very cold crab on a plate. 
with some mayonnaise. <laughs> that was on top of lettuce. <laughs> on top of lettuce, yeah, yeah. That was the best thing. Yeah. Crab salad. Yeah. So then I was having to like, yeah. And I, I took like the lid off the crab, which is the only way I can describe it. And it was mm-hmm. like all yellow and like, it looked like pus. And I really couldn't eat that. Mm-hmm. I can eat pork crackling with a hair on, but not pussy crab. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> pussy crab. Yeah. So, and then, you know, we had... <laughs> I can't even with the both of you right now. Squatted uh, crab. Yeah. We went to a little market and um, there was a butcher's and Jay decided he would like to try horse meat. Mm-hmm. So we bought two pounds of horse meat, which I then carried around in my handbag for the rest of the day mm-hmm. before we took it home and forgot about it and never even tried it. So uh, it was that as well. Yeah, and it looked good too. I saw a picture. It looked it like it would make did. a good roast a or nice, something. Yeah. Well, apparently you can eat them like a steak. You cook it oh, the okay. same way as you'd cook a beef steak, except it's horse. Would you ever try horse, Justin? If, no. no. <laughs> I don't think I could. I'm probably, I, I probably could. I've eaten camel. That was weird. Uh-huh. God, what? Well, what's the most exotic thing you have eaten, Justin? Hmm. He once Ch- went to a chicken. restaurant and didn't have chicken tenders. <laughs> <Yeah>. Alligator? <laughs> I've had alligator. Oh, really? That's not like super Did exotic, you, though. Let me, let me just ask you. Was that alligator breaded and deep fat fried much like a chicken tender? No, it tasted. It definitely had a different <laughs> texture to it. Hmm. But it, it depends. Like a chicken yeah, tender, it right? depends on how it's yeah. cooked. But yeah. Yes. yeah, it probably looked like chicken. <laughs> well, the camel I had, I had it in Egypt. And the interesting thing about this camel is it was this big, like, open grill. And this, uh, we were in Luxor, big open grill. And they were cooking the camel. And at the end of the grill was a camel giving camel rides. What? Yeah, which seemed a little wrong. It seems, yes. you know, yeah. it's like it's watch like, your <laughs> brethren get eaten. Exactly. As Aunt you ride the- <laughs> our people. <laughs> exactly. Aunt Maud's on the grill and I'm carrying the rest of them. Right? Isn't that a little strange? Oh, right? that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I've had shark fin soup, which I didn't realize what it was till I ate it. That's, that's gross. slimy. Yeah, yeah that's kind of gross. How do we always end up on food for like the first <laughs> part of the show? Because I'm here. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, oh, uh, but talking about our weird food adventures, there was the pizza ATM, which I got so much stick for not using. That, okay. That thing is amazing. Yes. And I really did wish you would have used it. It because was crazy. We, it, it was literally next door to like a drugstore and by a little souvenir shop. And in the middle... It just says pizza and there's a credit card thing and like a touch screen so you can like pick what pizza you want and then mm-hmm. a slot and you just put your credit card in, you pay for it and in three minutes, a piping hot pizza comes out of the slot in the wall. Yeah, yeah. They they make it fresh inside the machine. That is such a lie. There's no, no way. There are no, no people. No, I'm telling you right now. I'm, seriously. Really? It's super thin crust. I figured it was like a couple of days old and they just there's a microwave behind the slot. No, <laughs> just put no, it no, in no. and they there's, zap it. And there's refrigeration units that hold each of the toppings. Wow. And, you know, the, it's all the automated. dough goes down. Every, yeah, everything. Because there's so many different options Isn't that you that can crazy? get put on it. Pizza ATM. Uh, I keep calling I'm it an really ATM. Like I hate get the cash out of you. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is that she saw that she took a picture and then I went on YouTube and I found someone using the exact same one. Mm-hmm. And reviewing it, and the guy gave it like a nine out of ten. He's like, yeah. "This pizza is really good." Exactly, he said it's really good pizza. What? Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. That is crazy. Yeah. So another crazy thing: when I went to France, I took the Channel Tunnel, which uh-huh. I haven't done in years. But you basically drive down a platform and you drive onto the train, and then the train goes under the tunnel and across the channel, and you pop back up the other side. You drive off, and you're on the motorway. Do you, know, is- all, you know what's also really cool? Yeah, driving your car onto a boat. And then taking your boat across the water. <laughs> Not as cool Same as the train. Concept. 35 minutes and you're done. That ferry does. takes forever. I've done the ferry a few times. It takes too long. It, the channel yeah, tunnel the ferry, is pretty well, cool. 
So do they have a ferry that does the same thing? Yeah, there's, you can get a ferry from like lots of different places. When I was a kid, we used to take the one from Portsmouth, but that was like a nine-hour crossing, which oh, is just... Goodness uh, gracious. A nine-hour yeah. crossing? Yeah, that on took a, ferry. a long time, yeah. That does not sound appeasing <laughs> no, at all. No, it wasn't. I was thinking of the ferry that Rob and I was on when we went to PAX, and if I had to be on that for nine hours... <laughs> well, this one has got like, restaurants die. and all that kind of stuff. I would probably jump overboard. <laughs> well, that's because there were rude people all over the place that wouldn't give up seats. and Rude New Yorkers? Come on. I don't believe <laughs> yeah so that was my my french adventure and uh-huh. then i went to london and you know i did like buckingham palace and change of the guard and all that kind of crap because you haven't done that before actually no really never, never have i've never seen the change of the guard yeah so that was actually a first for me now how far is your house from from london 65 miles it's like living here and having never been to Manhattan, you know. I don't understand you. Like, just the whole concept of you, I just do not understand. (laughs) I've been to, like, 27 states, yet I've only been to, I think, three European countries. It's just Mm. a weird thing. It's like the grass is greener. You know, when I lived there, I didn't really make any effort to go anywhere. But now I do. So I went back. But it's like being a tourist. Even though I'm from England, I don't really know London, so I was lost, and it was all a big experience, but... It was kind of fun. Oh, you know what? Something's weird. Uh-huh. This you'll love. Please tell me. <laughs> so this was new to me. Everywhere you go in London, if there's public restrooms, you have to have change on you because you have to pay, which I'd never experienced. Before. Is it the self-cleaning ones? No. It's just some woman standing there with like a turnstile and she like tells you when to put your 20p in and then you put your 20p in and then you go in and you pee and that's it. Isn't that weird? Some so of them were like 50p, which is like 75 cents. Okay, that's crazy. Pee. Right? I've was seen... it clean at least? No. Oh, that's disgusting. It was like disgusting. a regular public restroom in a park, but they just put like a turnstile on there and you had to pay to get in. Isn't that crazy? I wonder why. There must be either like like drug sales going on and <laughs> so they stopped Maybe. it that way. They or... probably make a lot of money. There was a big line. There was mm. like a thousand people down by Buckingham Palace and there was a huge line. So oh, see, and that's what I told you. I said, why don't they have something to make money? So yes. they're charging people toilets. to use the bathroom. Yeah, there's no souvenir shops or anything like that, but there are toilets and you have to pay to use them. That is terrible. Yep. Have you heard the phrase spend a penny? Mm. Do you use that over here? No. Oh, it's kind of English phrase for like going to the toilet. And oh, okay, now yeah. it's like if you spend a penny, you're actually spending about fifty pennies. It's the only actually, you Inflation. know what? The only bathroom I ever had to pay for, and it was quite a while ago too. Um, I went on top of Pikes Peak in Colorado. Yeah. And they had really yeah pay you had to pay like to get into the stall. You could walk into the bathroom and use the sink and stuff. Right. That's but insane. to like <laughs> get into the stall, you had Isn't to put crazy? change into. Yeah, you might as well just pee off the mountain at that point. Nah, that I didn't have to pee. <laughs> Uh, all right. How long have we been talking about stuff that's got nothing to do with games? <laughs> I haven't even said what I've done yet. Goodness. Exactly. All right. So I've told you all about my crazy adventures. I'm not even going to get started on the plane trip. I'll tell you about that one another time. Uh, Justin, while I was away gallivanting around Europe, what were you doing? I went to Hershey Park with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of kids. That was an adventure. Yes. Um, and then I went to opening day at City Field for the Mets with my dad, which is our tradition. That nice. was a very predictable adventure. Yes, that was, uh-huh. that was It looked absolutely... Well, first off, I think you were back for that day, right? Yeah, yes. he was back. I sent a picture. Oh, okay, God, the weather that day was... Fantastic. It looked gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. So it was a perfect day to be sitting outside and watching baseball. Yeah, so that was our uh, 28th straight year of going. Oh, 
wow, that's awesome. And uh, we started alternating who pays when I was I remember yeah. when I turned like 21 or 22. Right. Uh, it was his year this year, but I wanted to do something nice because next year we'll bring Jor for the first time. So oh, it, cool. it was like the last time I get to go with my dad, just the yeah. two of us. So yeah. I wanted to make it special. So I, I, I like I looked for really nice tickets, and I found them like two rows in front of where the broadcasters would sit. Oh, awesome! Um, and it was a beautiful day. They won. Hope wow. is in the air. I know. <laughs> How many out of the twenty-eight years? They win all the time. That thing is on no, opening day. They really? have like a phenomenal record, that's and then funny. it's after that they just were like, "Oh, that's right, we're bad at everything, <laughs> and let's be bad." But for the most part, I mean, uh, I think they're like, oh, I'm, I'm taking a wild guess here, like maybe in their history, like thirty-nine and sixteen. Right. So they're good really good. For opening on, day, if yeah. not the rest of the season, and then the rest of the season just goes down the tank. But not this year. I feel. I feel. <laughs> I feel confident. Uh, well, that's see, that's the thing with me is th- th- I watch two sports. I watch soccer and I watch hockey. So this season, the Rangers had their best regular season in franchise history. And the playoffs start the day this podcast come out. The playoffs will be starting. So right. like the regular season doesn't give it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now yes, it exactly. now starts the real thing. So yep. if they do not win the cup this year, I will not be happy. Oh, wow. Mm. But how was Hershey talking. Park, though? Because I hate, like, roller coasters and shit. Oh, me too. Oh. Yeah. I used to be able to go on roller coasters. <laughs> me and Robert, yeah, me and Robert are just the male and female version of the same person. Well, I, I, hate, I always hate that drop in your stomach. And uh, I remember I was in eighth grade, and we were doing a, like, a class trip, and we were going to yeah. go to um, Bush Gardens down right. in Williamsburg. Uh-huh. And I, I had to talk big that I was going to go on the roller coasters, even <laughs> though I was terrified, just to impress all the girls. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> And then I hated every second of it. But I, I eventually grew to like them. Um, right. And then it was weird. Like five or six years ago, we were down in one of the parks in Orlando with the family. And dad couldn't do roller coasters anymore. He's like, I, I get too nauseous. And I was like, you're just old. <laughs> and the last time I went on a yeah. roller coaster, it was in Disney. Like one of the ones that doesn't even have any loops. And I did it. And then I went back on it again. Yeah. And I felt like I was going to throw up. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, it doesn't even point. have any loops. I'm just, I'm on this point now. And, like, any roller coaster I go on now, I yep. get, like, slightly queasy. My uh, but the thing is, I was with, I, we were with a whole group of kids. Right. So it wasn't like we were really, like, gunning on going roller coasters and stuff. Most of my time was spent sitting on kids' rides that I didn't right. really fit. It was like, yeah, you could go ride with your <laughs> you son. Were, I saw on one picture cups. of you, like, laying across <laughs> the side of a seat. Yeah, I was yep. pretty much, like, in a spaceship with him, and there was a seat in the front and a seat in the back. Right. But they didn't tell me that the seat in the back is only supposed to fit, like, three-year-olds. <laughs> so I was, like, half in, half out. It was definitely a safety, awesome. ha- uh, safety hazard. Oh, it was great. But no, he, the, he the thing wasn't even mo- barely moving, so. Oh, no, it was going. Oh, really? Oh, it was going because it was going, it, it, <laughs> oh, you know, okay. they don't. For them, it's like a big thing because it, it's spinning in a circle and stuff. But you, I was in like a tight circle, just going really quick. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I took Luke to Adventureland. But um, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't well, do that. No, this is the thing. I took him when he was like maybe seven. And I always loved all this stuff when I was younger. But I did the same thing as you. I was like, I remember loving that stuff. And they had that big ship that oh, swings yeah. back and forth. So it's like, I used to love that when I was a kid. There was one in the town I used to go to. That'll be a great thing to break him in with. So we get on and we sit, <laughs> yeah, we sit in the middle of the boat because I like I know that's the best place to be. Like that, you know, if you sit up the ends, it's worse. Uh-huh. So it's like I'll sit in the middle, so it's not as bad. And it, we're the only people on it. It's like ten o'clock in the morning. The park's just opened. We're the only people. It starts going. We get about halfway up as high as it's going to go, and I look around at Luke, and he's looking at me with this look of terror in his eyes, and he's screaming at me, "I'm having a heart attack! I I can't breathe!" I'm like, "Oh no!" And I start feeling like I don't like this either. This is so much worse than I remember. So I start panicking, 
And every time we swing I down, just picture, it's <laughs> the I both of the you bumping out, panicking. <laughs> exactly. So he looks to you for help. Exactly. And I start screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so every time we swing down, I look at the kid operating this ride. Now we're the only people on it. Every time I swing down, I make that motion where you're like cutting across your throat, like stop this, stop this, and he's just smiling at me as Was he, he gets waving higher. back, like hi. <laughs> it gets higher and higher, and Jay is just stood down there laughing, and we're both screaming, and it was the one of the worst experiences ever. And See, I now, put Luke through it, and then uh-huh. we got off, and we went on those little antique cars that just drive around the mm-hmm. track, so we could both like calm down. Now, Adventureland <laughs> is terrifying. Just for the fact that everything is so old. Yes. And people have died. And yeah, yeah like there's those swings. We went on that as well. And oh, I, no. those I don't think they've changed those chains well, since we day took, one. We went, all went on it. So it was me and Luke on a little double seat. And then um, Jay was on one of the outside ones. So I we're like talking about those. Jay in <laughs> yeah. one of these seats. So we're talking about that, the big planet thing that has the yeah. swings on chains, right? So Correct. everyone knows what we're talking about. So we go on this thing. Now, Jay is six foot three and 220 <laughs> pounds. He's a big guy. So this thing starts going around and me and Luke are on it and we start going out quite far and Luke again is a little worried and I look up and Jay is like 15 feet higher than us <laughs> and all the way up. He can see the freaking 110 going down through far uh-huh. down. Like he is like literally horizontal and he's looking outwards because the chair has spun around. I've never seen that man scared ever. And he looked like he was about to die. Mm-hmm. It was just That's awful. amazing. See, whenever <laughs> like friends would invite us to go or, or anything like that, I would just go in the arcade. I'm like, I'm fine in here. Yeah. I like doing the other I'm gonna like doing the other stuff now, like the eight man raft and like the water stuff and the flume rides. Those I'm fine yeah. with. Anything where I feel like there's a realistic chance I might die. I don't want to do it anymore. That's why you don't leave your house on most nights. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, I could die out there. Let me stay in here and play video Absolutely. games. Listen, <laughs> now you're scared of Bloodborne. <laughs> I'm terrified. Yeah, I couldn't even watch you playing. Yeah, you That's were playing you, my Bloodborne your game TV's earlier. TV's too dark. <laughs> I had to Raise walk the out brightness the on your TV. We're uh, like, we're, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> Well-lit area, and I'm like, I can't see anything. No, I couldn't see the ladder. Yeah, I was, I was scared. <laughs> Rob, what have you been doing? Anything uh, exciting? No, you know what? This was kind of a boring week. It's just been uh, catering and going to a wedding to serve food. And uh, well, you made sure it was cooked, though, right? Oh yeah, the food was cooked. Because we've been to a wedding where it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, everything was fine. Uh, uh, I don't want to get into the story. <laughs> I really don't. Right. Listen, but to, it, listen to backup it, stories. It wound up being. Peachy Keen, and uh, but yeah, that that took up my my whole Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? And Sunday we recorded the last episode of Backup Stories, where Rob then, gets into the story. Yes, and then <laughs> right, I was I'm so have to listen to that then, so I can hear the story. Uh, I was so wiped out by Monday that I I could barely move. Like I was I was just in. Well, pain. I'm sure you could move far enough to get to the couch and turn your PlayStation on, right? No, you did that this week? The PlayStation is not on my couch. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I played... What did you play this A bunch week? of stuff. Uh, what did I start with? Let's see. Um, goodness, Bastion. Okay. Let's start with Bastion. Oh, yes. I started Bastion as well. Yes. Because mm-hmm. this is the big debate about whether Justin is going to like it as much as Transistor, right? Yeah. And it's so overblown at this point that... <laughs> right. That's that, the trouble, I think. Yeah. that That's, that's going to be the trouble of it. 
Yeah. Uh, everyone has their own taste. Like, obviously, I like Bastion better than Transistor. Bobby mm-hmm. likes Bastion better than Transistor. But you both kind of feel it's probably because that was the first one you played, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how far have you gotten it this time around? Uh, I'm about a third of the way through. Um, and does it hold up? To oh god you? Yes. like you feel like so you do feel like it is still a superior game it's not just the nostalgia nope it's it's not the nostalgia uh the controls are so tight uh the whole overlaying narrative is beautiful i love the art style it's, um, be- it's a beautiful game enemy designs are cool tons of weapons that you unlock <laughs> right. throughout the game there's eight nine nine or ten i think um, and then they have these like little training grounds, they call them. Okay. So each weapon has a training ground and it has an objective. Let's say you have uh, the bow and arrow. So I just did this you right did, before we came. Yeah. Did you do the training ground? Mm-hmm. Did you get the goal the first place, whatever? No, because my weapon's not strong enough. Okay, so yeah. That, the thing is with, with that, you get first, second, or third place. Okay. Um, and with the bow one, let's say, they have about um, 12. 12 or 14 balloons set up in a pattern and you have to do a power shot and try and break all the balloons in the least amount of shots. Right. So you have to like line up so you can yeah, take three can or take four, four out yeah. at a time. Yeah, so yeah. the first one was 12. Like mm-hmm. you had to get under 12 shots to get third place, under right. 10 for gold, yeah. uh, for silver, under fi- uh, five and under. Five and under. Ooh. I don't think you could do it in four. I don't think I don't think it's possible right. to do it in four, or at least I have never. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you want to get first place because right. there's three items. So if you do first place and get it right away, all three cages will open up, and you'll get the three items. Okay. That are so up the there. training grounds are important to the game itself because you can get. I mean, what do you get for doing them? Uh, you can get different special moves. You can crafting get crafting materials. Crafting right. materials, correct. You can get lore items like stuff that kind of. Okay. You know, deepen deepen the feel yeah. of the world, um, and then you have like a central hub that you go to, and after each main stage or almost every main stage, you get like a core. Okay, that's what you're going to collect, and you want to rebuild the bastion. That's that's the main town part. Yeah. Um, and then by rebuilding it, like you'll you'll build the forge where you can you know upgrade weapons okay. and stuff like right. that. Uh, right. You'll build like almost like a bar type place where you can buy elixirs and different different kind of items to help you through. So yeah, okay. it's it's really cool. You rescue people along the way and right. and they'll fill in the cool. lore. But and you've stuff said like that. you've played this through before, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So Justin, you hadn't played this. I have not. So how far have you gotten? Uh, I have gotten to right after the part where there was that first training ground for the bow and arrow. Uh, there is a place that you can go grab a core piece from. I've done that, and I brought it back. So now I've opened up two places. I chose to open um, – oh, it begins with an A. What is it? The Arsenal okay, and uh, the Distillery. So okay. the, the place mm-hmm. where you would get potions and actually level up your guy where you're going to be choosing. I want to have – you know, for level one, I ended up choosing, like, give me 10 plus health. And for level two, I was like, give right. me a 10% chance of critical. Okay. If your health is full. If your health is full. It's weird right. how they have those modifiers on where it's like you have to be under 30% for this to come into play or you have to be at full health for this to come into play. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's different. Well, how are you finding it? Because, I... again, Transistor is like your – Yeah, so yeah, I mean, we, we, Bobby game. and me go back and forth on this. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you're coming at it with fresh eyes. I'm coming at it with fresh eyes. I think it's interesting. Um, I'm not going to compare it to Transistor until after I beat it. But like coming coming at it, and I've been interested to play this for a long time. It's gorgeous. Uh, I like the narrator. I like how that's done. Um, you know, it's different because in Transistor you have the sword who's doing the talking. Your character's silent. In this, you have an actual like narrator. But I I didn't know that. So you know, you're first going into the game. Your dude's laying down. Right. And I was like, I think I should move here. And then I like I moved, and he's like, he gets up, oh, he walks cool. out, okay. he does this. It's not constant, so it feels like, like a story. Though. Yes, it's not like a constant thing where it's like step by step. But like right. you go down a hallway, and he'd be like an old friend appears, and you'll see your your uh, hammer that you pick up for the first time. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a stylistic choice. It's a super stylistic, it's very stylistic. Choice. And the thing is, is like everyone will hear some of the same things, but. Like if I use a different weapon combination than than Justin, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna hear different sets of lines. Oh, um, that's fantastic! So they actually recorded a variety of stuff for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, going through this playthrough for me, like I'm using a different set of weapons on purpose. Yeah, and I'm hearing stuff that that I've never heard that's before. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, it gives it a bit of a replay value. Oh right? yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so what weapons are you using right now? Uh, right now I just have the sword and the repeater. I'm using the sword and the bow and arrow. Uh-huh. Cool. Have you got you haven't gotten the repeater yet, right? No, not yet. Okay, yeah. Well, that's not the, the first gun you start with, right? It's just the little pistol. Oh, the little like cuz I have the the hammer, a pistol, and then I just picked up the blade that you can throw. Okay, yeah. So I'm using the blade which okay, and I the call pistol. it the sword, sorry. And it, the pistol. It, well, yes. yeah, it could be a blade. I'm not sure what it is. Uh-huh. Cuz I have the the pistol upgraded 3 times at this point. Oh, wow. And you know, my reload speed is 110%. So nice. it's, yeah, it's. Cool. Any uh, problems with it so far? Like no. just in you in particular? Like- I mean, I haven't run into anything that I, I have noticed um, problem-wise. I mean, it's a beautiful game. Uh, you know, I, I didn't play 360 version, but you could tell this game was definitely remastered. It, it definitely has pop. It's a lot more colorful than Transistor, but that's a stylistic choice. Yeah. Um, it's cool when you're walking in the ground, just like, you know, in Transistor, you were in a, a static place yeah in this it's like you're when you're walking the ground is coming up from a painting beneath you so like the background's not really changing that i've noticed but like you'll see tile pieces rising up to meet your footsteps oh, okay. mm. that's cool i mean i don't I understand liked in transistor i liked hearing her footsteps because it was like a concrete tiled floor uh, so i like being able to hear her run around yeah it's uh i i can tell i'm gonna like it a lot uh I'm, I don't really understand everything that's happening in the story yet, but I'm still yeah. like, I, I, only about, if I had to guess, I'd say like an hour into it. And I like, now that I'm an hour in, I see what the basic concept of the game is. Mm-hmm. You have your hub world, that's where you're doing your upgrades. You want to rebuild the hub world. You go into a place, you do what you have to do. It's not very, it's not linear in a way. Like you can go to areas, revisit areas, come back, but there's really no reason to revisit an area. It's, it's linear, right. linear in a way, but like, you go to a place to do something, you come back. You go to a different place mm-hmm. to do something, you come back. So you can do it in different orders as well. Like no. you can choose. Can you do it in different when orders? You go? Sure, yeah. Because there there'll be times where there'll be uh, like two places with cores. Oh, that you could pick and from. You could just choose which okay. one you want to go to yeah. first. Yeah. You know, where transistor was a like you walk from A to B. Exactly. That was extremely linear. This is more. Yeah. You know, you're gonna go somewhere to do something. You're gonna return, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna go back out on another mission. Okay. It's it's almost. Like Bloodborne in a way. <laughs> How nice. do you like the music? Nice segue. The, mu- <laughs> the music to me is like one of the best soundtracks. That was one of my favorite bits with Transistor. Mm. I soundtrack. can't say I've honestly noticed the music yet. Perhaps okay. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought about it today like, oh yeah, like, you know, doesn't this game, isn't this game supposed to have really, really good music? And I just like, it, it, 
I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, but the best soundtrack of that year. I I have to pay more attention to it. But like so far, it hasn't been. If it's been running, it hasn't been anything that's really grabbed me yet. Right. Perhaps because I'm paying so much attention to what the narrator is saying that I'm not really listening to the music. And yeah. are you in a party chat? Most no, of the no, time? no. I, I like this game. I'm not playing party chat in okay. because I it, it's story based. I want to mm-hmm. yeah stay on yeah. the story. Cool. Well, I have obviously not played much because I've been away, but I did uh, squeeze in a little more Bloodborne today. Mm-hmm. Which... Let's talk about it. Yeah, you know, the funny thing, I, I the last time I talked about this, I said one of the things I loved about it is it never felt cheap. Like, I felt like, you know, if you die, it's your own fault, blah, blah, blah. Well, today I came across my first little problem where I had gone in and I would bought like freaking 30 Molotovs and I had like 50 blood vials. I had a ton in storage, a ton on me. Played the game for a bit, turned it off, came back, went in. I've got three Molotovs and no blood vials whatsoever. And I cannot figure out how or why or what uh, happened. Now, the only thing I could think of, which was debunked right away, was that she turned it off somehow like wrong I, but, I but she was able yeah. to go and pick up her her echoes that she had lost yes. so and i also um i'd had that warning before when i played it about you have to exit the game properly so now i do always exit the game properly before i turn it off so it's weird it's yeah, probably a, it? like a weird glitch yeah it was just an annoying one but it was the first time i'd actually been annoyed at the game which is in itself a miracle oh, just wait right (laughs) i I actually got to the first boss and uh you know found him got squished by him Mm, just say hello yeah like i I actually a little hello i managed to take like a quarter of his health off before he squished me which is you know not too bad because i haven't leveled up once because obviously you need to get past that bit before you can level up so now i've you know i'm starting to do that you don't have that option until you actually see him. Until you see him, yeah. yes. Yeah, you okay. don't have the option to level up because you get squished and it puts you back in Hunter's Dream and mm-hmm. then you can, she explained that weird doll thing that's now a person, whatever the hell that is. Bloodborne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I am I am on my way, but I'm not, I'm not putting any pressure on myself. I am just going through slowly. This is a hard game to play at like an hour at a time because the, the reason for that is... yeah. You might get to a new area, and that initial hour is about making it, Yeah, you know, 100 yards in. There might be an area where it's like, oh, what's what's going on here? And it's like you're trying to memorize the layouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, like I found it to be a hard game yeah. to just sit down and play for like a short burst. Yeah, no, there's definitely that to it. Like when I first got to that bonfire bit, that was like three hours you know that first bit of like figuring out oh i can lure them away i go up here there's a guy that jumps out here and like all of that bit but then there's other times where i go in and like the freaking dog kills me it's like i don't want to play this anymore right now i'm just gonna turn it off <laughs> i'll come back at a later some time. people we won't mention names are taking bets on when you're gonna <laughs> hit you're gonna hit the i want to break the disc in half mode oh well then that's never gonna happen because I just don't like being told what to do, so that is not going to happen. No, no one's I'm telling you. No one's game. telling you what to do. People are taking side bets on. <laughs> Good. It's well, going to be gonna at this, this point. game without once complaining about it. In that case, okay. I'm just so gonna it's, go through it's it between Justin, Bobby, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. Andy. It's not going to happen. Four people. It's not going to happen. I won't mention names. I'm going to okay. be happy, happy, joy, joy, skipping through Bloodborne. For the rest of the game. I can't wait for you to stream. <laughs> you should start streaming out. So I'll find someone yeah. to share play it for you so they yeah. can eat their words. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Rob, you were playing devious. a little bit for me, like showing me a little area today. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I couldn't even watch. 
it terrified that that's part of the reason like i'm going calmly on it because i'm so scared every time i get to a new area that i literally walk like two steps if nothing jumps out i walk two more steps nothing jumps out two more steps it takes me forever it's that i mean that's how the beginning of the game was for everybody and then mm-hmm. eventually you you see like oh, i can i you get the idea of when people are going to be there or not complacency is the enemy oh it definitely is because mm-hmm. now it's happened definitely a couple of times where i've either died at a part and then just gotten so pissed that it's like i just want to go get my stuff and then you know yes. then then exit and so i'm running on my way there and it's like, okay, this guy, this guy. Okay, now the two guys chase me because I just wanted to run by him. And now right. I'm st- you know, stuck in the wrong spot. Yeah. And, you know, you just round up getting pounded exactly. on because you, you thought you That's what I mean. It, it was, for, yeah, for me, it was the freaking dog. I got through, I killed them all off, and I was like, oh, it's just the dog left. The dog chewed me up, spat me out. I, I hated like, the dogs. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're... they're yeah, they, you know they're hard to to gauge. There's that one area you drop down, and there's like a whole load of them in the cages, and there's a couple running around free. Oh, that wasn't fun. Well, I just killed them in the cages before. Wait till the werewolves actually stand up and start talk, like <laughs> carrying torches. You said talking. Oh God. They, I, they they don't no. talk. No, they don't talk. <laughs> at the, at one hysterical. point in the oh game, oh God, there's this place called the Nightmare um, Mesa. I'm saying the name wrong. Right. But you run into these enemies. Well, they start in the nightmare frontier where they look like werewolves and they look like their necks are broken because they're yeah. kind of got their head to the side a bit and they're yeah. carrying torches and they hit hard. Uh-huh. Oh, so now I heard Steve talking me. about the nightmare frontier. That's right where he is, right? Uh, he's somewhere over there, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, I get so um, So werewolves, just, just a quick thing about werewolves. Yes. I was forced to watch American Werewolf in London when I was a kid. And <laughs> uh, scarred. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like when I was locked in my room and forced to watch uh, Cujo by my brothers. And if I closed my eyes, they would beat the shit out of me. Oh, my God. And how many older brothers do you have? Two. Just so, yeah. Yep. Put it in context. It's not easy being the yeah. younger sibling, right? No. No, no, no. <laughs> nope. They would beat the crap out of me and make me watch that crap. <laughs> Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah. That was horrible, that one. Uh, goodness. Mine yeah. was Hellraiser. I watched Hellraiser when I was a kid and just I was terrified. That yeah. freaking pinhead thing. <sighs> Rob, where are you in the game now? Uh, just right at the second boss, like literally. Okay. Yeah. Now you have to get past the second boss to get the next lamp, I guess. Yes, you okay. do. Okay. That sucks. So that's a long way between save points, right? Actually, well, you yeah, know what that, it was? That, that, that one's that, actually is a hike. Yeah. It's not that it's a hike because if you go around and you go up the ladder past the big ogre and then you talk to the person in the window there's mm-hmm. another gate that you open up that yeah. kind of makes it a shortcut over there okay. well the thing is jackie's got that door open now where if you start back at the starting lamp you can yeah. run through the house you can run down that that door where those cage dogs are you can yeah. take the elevator down but like it's still it's still a, a bit of a like a bit of a walk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and but the uh the bosses do not respawn right no they don't respawn. so once you've once killed you've that killed first them, that's one it. you can just get straight through that which is good yeah the fog disappears and right that's it I'm but enjoying it though. Another Souls game. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Have you both been playing this? Wait, wait. <gasps> what? What, 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 what? I wanted to talk about Bloodborne. Oh, okay. go, go, go. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry, Justin. Oh, That's yeah. okay. Because when you talked about it last, you had not finished it, right? I have now finished it. Mm hmm. Aha. And, uh, and now you love it more than anything in the whole wide world. No, nah, it's right? like a weird game. I, I can't <laughs> figure out if I, if I like it or hate it. Right. Um,. I wish Bobby was here so that I could sit here and argue with him some more because that was fun. <laughs> uh, so there's 17 bosses in Bloodborne. I beat 16 of them. One of them was just like at a certain point after like 40 hours, I was like, I'm kind of done with this game. Like I want to see it through all the way to the end. 
And I was doing this thing where I really didn't want to call for help. It was just like I wanted to beat the game. So I, we had done one co-op boss just to see what it was like to talk about it on the show. And then I didn't want to do any more after that. And there was just right. one optional boss I got to um, that uh, – I forget what they call her, the Celestial Dream something. And uh, she was a pain in the ass. And if I had, like, grinded it out, I could have beaten her. But mm-hmm. I got her down like to like one or two hits left like three or four times, and after the end, after forty hours, I was like, no, okay, I don't, I don't have to beat this person. I'm not going and to. And that's so funny for you as well with the amount of time you put into Rogue Legacy beating the optional bosses. Because that's because I was going for the platinum, and this right. I don't want, I'm not, I don't like it enough to replay no. it. So I, uh, I went to the do the. I think it was like I beat four or five bosses in one day, and I started the day and it was like I fought one and it was just a ridiculously simple boss it was like i don't understand there's like two or three bosses in bloodborne that are just like i don't understand why this is here it doesn't mesh up with the rest of the game they're like Hmm. you go in there and you're like i'm expecting to hate this and you come out and you're like okay i beat it on the first try and it really wasn't difficult perhaps it was just because i was too over leveled like for me people were like oh did you fight the electrical boss yet and i was like i don't even know where that guy is and there is a point of the game that you could go to you get there once and if you don't uh do it then and I didn't even know there was a boss there. You don't get to go back there until like way, way later. So I ended up oh, taking on one of the bosses, okay. the electrical boss, like 25 levels too high. Right. Um, but then I ended up beating the uh, the, the last couple of bosses. Um, there was this one that was like pretty challenging, but like it was like it was if it was a good feeling. Like I brought that good feeling came back for the game in me. It was like I fought this really hard boss and I managed I managed to get her on the first try and I was like you know I was pl- on chat with Nick and he's like it might take you a try or two but she, if you if you figure out the patterns it's pretty simple and so I was able to do that and then I went and I played the last boss in the game and because there's multiple endings in Bloodborne I knew that there was going to be two bosses I was going to beat the last boss which for some people is the end of the game right but because I was going for the quote unquote true ending of the game there's another boss after that so how does that happen it's like you have to eat umbilical cords and <laughs> tasty. Yeah. Like to, to get, I, I'm not sure how I did the first part because in the beginning I was just collecting everything. But at one point, um, right after the second boss, there is a church that you will open and it becomes a waypoint that you use a lot, mm-hmm. especially in the early part of the game. And um, you, uh, there'll be somebody there who says, if you see people, you could tell them this is a safe place. Well, you can go knock on windows and things and go back to people like in the beginning area of the game and be right. like, this is a safe place. So there is a character there um, that you bring there. And if you bring that character there, I'm not going to spoil anything for people who haven't gotten there yet. Um, things things happen that you have to be paying attention to to see. Right. And um, you'll get like an umbilical cord from something that you need to use and so on and so forth but like that's the thing is like to get that true ending you have to do things you have to be exploring you have to you tell the people like this is a safe place go here and then things happen like we talked last week there's a character that you bring there that i never did because i never found him but he eventually kills people there and turns into a monster you have to fight <laughs> wow. but like that never happened that's in good, my game because you're kind of earning that ending yeah right so I went and fought that last boss, and I was I had 24 health files on me because I eventually could up how many I brought in, and 100 and there were 99 in storage, and he was the challenge in the game. Uh, I got him down to like a quarter health once out of the 15 times I tried fighting him, and 
did not do anything. There were lots of times I died before I could even use a health file. Like I was really struggling on figuring out this guy's pattern. And once I figured it out, like I could be like, this is what I need to do. And I just could not accomplish it. So I went through all my health files and then I had to go grind. I had to go grind for a a bit to get like 60 health files again because I didn't want to have to fight him, lose with 20 and then go back and do it again. And how long does that take at this stage of the game? 15 minutes. Oh, okay. That's but the, that's the frustrating thing. <laughs> it's taking is, me like 20 minutes to find one right now. Oh, yeah. So. Later in the game, it's different. <laughs> later, later in the game, I just use Blood Echoes to buy them. Right. I don't go farming looking for them anymore. Yeah. So I spent hours on this guy. I'll say like a good three hours. I just couldn't do it. And it's probably me not being very good at the game, but I could not beat this guy. And twice I had to stop fighting him. And what, what, what was nice about this one in one aspect was you died and there was no navigating. You're pretty much at the door. Oh, okay. It takes 10 seconds to walk to the door. Right. So that was that, – that, at least that was a reprieve from having to travel for three or four minutes of all the <laughs> yeah. other bosses. Yeah. But I could not do this guy and I had to stop fighting. This is what, I, this is what really made me start hating the game was like I just want to fight this guy. I do not want to have to leave here. Like you are, you are punishing me even more. Right. By making me now go farm for health files. Because you want to just do it over and over and over until you beat him. Until I beat him. Yeah. Like, that's all I want to do is just keep going. Because you get out the groove, right? If you do it like 10 times, you kind of start to get into that groove. You know what you're doing. You keep going. But if you have to take a break to go get stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was just like, it was like I was on chat with Nick and I was like cursing up a storm. Like, (laughs) this is, this is the dumbest system I've ever seen. Right. It's like the guy is, is hard enough to have to fight without you punishing me even more by being like that guy that you can't beat well now you can't beat him and now go go farm for money to buy more health files so that you can lose some more it's like just let me keep losing until i figure this out right. that almost sounds like destiny <laughs> at least destiny's fun while playing it <laughs> so final verdict so i ended up um being like screw it i'm gonna call for help like i I just don't want to like do this anymore you know that this is supposedly what the system's here for and if i'm not good enough at the game to beat it by myself like i can deal with that i just want to beat it called for help waited around for 15 minutes nobody showed up went back in (laughs) lost five or six more times called for help again 15 minutes passed nobody showed up right (laughs) that's amazing right of all the people playing that like no one nobody answered the call wow i was about to share play with nick yeah. And be like, show me what I'm doing <laughs> right, wrong. Like, right. let me see how, like, let me see how you're doing this. Yeah. And somebody answered the call. Right. And I was like, oh, good. And Nick was actually like in chair play with me. So he's watching my screen. So the two of us went in there and we absolutely just wasted that guy. But then the second boss came. Yeah. And I'm assuming that that guy had never seen the second boss. Right. Because that guy died immediately. Oh, no. Yeah, but technically you hadn't seen the second boss either, right? No, but yeah. I was just doing the right thing without okay. knowing I was doing the right thing. Right. At a certain point, this last boss, uh, you can't use health files. <laughs> to get your health back, you have to actually attack him. Oh, that sucks. So he died in the first, like, I'll say 20 seconds of the mat- of the fight. Right. And then I ended up finishing this guy off by myself, and then I got the true ending of the game. But nice. what really left me frustrated was that there was two trophies sitting there. Uh, right before the boss that I could have easily uh, gotten. And one of them was like getting your weapon up to like plus 10. And I've been at plus nine for a while. So during one of the boss fights, you have to go and search around this maze for a key that brings you to a place that you can get a blood rock. Right. And I could have, you know, perhaps that would have helped me. Like that, like the one or two times I got him down to like low health, I maybe could have finished him if that I just, if little this extra attack power would have right? been there. Yeah. So yeah, I beat Bloodborne. Um, it was like 
42 hours, I think. I'm, right. I'm not sure. And then it frustrated me. Like, it threw me immediately in New Game Plus. And, like, I, I wanted to go back and get those other things. And, yeah. you know, it's just I funny because you still them. sound like you're on the fence about it. Like, you kind I, like, of enjoyed it, but I you're did. also kind of like, glad it's finished. I'm super glad that it's done. I right. don't want to go back to it. Yeah. Um, but I did, like, there, there are parts of it that are, like, really good. And there are parts of it where it's, like, you know, like, that having to grind for health to, when you're fighting a boss. Like, that's just, like, I, saying that's the game system to me and, like, that's just, that's, just the, that's just the game is not a good enough excuse. Like, if you want to make your game hard, by all means, make it hard. But don't make it, like, punishing in a way that's, like, insanely frustrating for no right. reason. You feel like that is cheap. Like, right? yeah, like, yeah. Do you want to make the game hard? Give me one static health bar. Right. On a boss fight. Be like, oh, the bosses are different. You don't you don't get to use health files. Yeah. And then yeah, just find be like another way of making it hard. And then right? be like, your yeah. it's your health versus his health, and that's it. And right. you have to get really good at, at at learning that boss's movements. But like with the health files, it's like I, I could go in there and screw up completely and it's like, well, I've got you know, you could choose to have as many, I think, as twenty seven health files on you at right. a time. But like I, I, I don't want to stop fighting a guy to go get health files. Yeah, like I, that's not fun to me. And it's also extra frustrating if you do get down to them having a little bit of health left, but you've used all your vials and then you die, and you're like, well, that was just a waste of twenty seven. Well, there was bars, the, right? there, there was parts like that. That was partly exciting. Like I yeah. beat two bosses where I had no health files. He had, you know, he. So we both had the same amount of health, and it was like winner takes all. Let's go. Right. And I. I lost a couple of battles that way and I won a couple of battles that way. And to me, that was more exciting was like, I had nothing left. It was just yeah. my skill versus him. I, I wasn't, I, I didn't have the crutch of the health file. Like, I think that for me, at least I used those too much. Like I don't really have to worry about learning this guy's moves so precisely. It's like, can I just bludgeon him to death while healing myself? Some right, of the bosses right. you could attempt that at. Yeah. Some of them it wouldn't work. Some of them it would. But like that was like the cr like a crutch I was using throughout most because of the game. Because you start taking into account, oh well, I can take a hit or two because I can just use a health file, yeah. right? Rather than trying to avoid taking any damage. Exactly. That's mm -hmm. why the people who play these games and don't level up and like beat the game, you know, without leveling up once, they're like, you know, that's like godlike. Like, yeah. My hats off to you. I, I could <laughs> never. Yes. I could never do that if I attempted it. Because right. they don't get touched. They don't that's get touched. Exactly. And that's the thing is like. That's the type of stuff I'm talking about is like learning the system so well that you can actually go in and fight a boss and not get touched by him. Yeah. If people had to have one health bar and it's like, crap, he just took off like a bunch of health. Yeah. Like in some ways I was doing that too is like during that last boss, like, all right, I've got 24 health files or whatever, whatever I would go in with. And it's like he just took off half my life. I'm just gonna let him kill me, right? Because it's I really don't. I'm wasting a whole lot of. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to have to go grind. Like I'm gonna waste two health files here, and that's yeah. two more that I'm gonna have to grind for later. It's like I would just purposely let him kill me at certain points because it was like, I have I have too much to lose, and being like, ah, I yeah. lost my health. I'm gonna come back in with full health. I don't have anything. To, I don't have anything to worry about. Let right. me. I have nothing to lose. Let me try and do this better. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, if Bloodborne Two is announced. And something like God. that is fixed. Would you play it? Yes, I would play it then. Okay. I will okay. probably, like, it's weird. Like, I, and I said this on Twitter, I've never been so unsure about the way I feel about a game. Mm -hmm. Its highs are incredibly high and its lows are incredibly low for me. So, like, I fall somewhere in, bet in between. I'm uh, glad. I guess the big test is you would play it again. There's a new one, you'd play it. Yeah. You must have enjoyed it, you know. I enjoyed more, it. You enjoyed, I enjoyed it more it than you were frustrated by it. No, I was more frustrated by it than than I enjoyed it. I feel, you know, because right. the end well, of the game left such a, such a sour taste in my mouth. Uh -huh. Right. I like I was cranking up until that point. Like 
That yeah. last day I was texting Nick. I'm like, we're doing this tonight. Like it's <laughs> happening tonight. We're beating. Right. We're going to beat the game. We're going to be on chat. We're going to celebrate. And up until that last boss, I felt like this is good. Like I've progressed enough in skill in the game that I'm, I'm able to beat like some of these harder bosses in one or two attempts. Like I feel good. Mm-hmm. And then the last boss was like, so far beyond what I had done. And he was like, I don't get it. It's easy. Like, I did it real easy. You just have to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, I don't know. It's not working for me. Uh, yeah. Now, here's the other rhetorical question. If no one else was playing that game that you knew, what would have happened? I would have waited until there was, like, a much better guide out. Okay. And then I would have cracked. Mm-hmm. I, I would have went into it. Because that's yeah. the problem yeah. I'm kind of running into with the game that we're playing, you and me started playing right now. Yes. Yes. Tell us about that one. Uh, okay, well, Titan Souls came out uh, yesterday. Well, two days ago, the day this is released. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess the basis is you, you have two two things to do. You can roll, run, so three things, I guess, and shoot your arrow and retrieve your arrow. Like okay. s- suck it back to you, I guess you could say. Um, and it is just a series of boss battles that, they only take one hit to die. Yes. Like, so <laughs> it's oh, like your face. Oh, yeah. Jackie's uh-huh. had the most <laughs> puzzled face. On. It's, it's so just picture this. You're right. in a boss battle. Uh-huh. You could die by one hit. They could die by one hit. So, oh, okay. you know, first one to get that last hit in. Right. Wins. But, but the bosses all have different mechanics that you have to figure out. Mm-hmm. So, um, what was the first boss? So the first boss is the big a, jelly. The big it's a it's a big blob. Now this game <laughs> right. this game is a top down, eight bit style game. Yeah. And so the first boss is this giant blob with a little little miniature heart in it. And every time you use your arrow to hit the blob, it breaks off into another piece. Okay. Uh, it splits into two. It, and then you split that one into two and right. that one into two. So there was a, there were similar ones in Rogue Rogue Legacy. Legacy, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you want to split off enough of them to find the one with the heart. And then break oh, that one, okay. then shoot the heart. Okay. The one hit kills the boss. Right. But you have to figure out your way around its defenses. Yes. And its defenses on this one is, is minions. Yeah. Right? Another one is a heart encased in ice. Okay. Or a brain encased in ice. Mm-hmm. And the ice block moves. It has two stages. The ice block slides across the stage. It can hit you. Okay. Uh, and what you need to do is every time he slides over a panel in the middle, fire comes up. You've got to find a way to get the fire to melt the ice and right. then take your arrow and shoot the brain. Right. So it's like a puzzle solving. It's like, a, as well. it's like, it's you a, look, yeah. got some of that. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, it, it draws a lot of comparisons to Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. It is a game of boss battles. There mm-hmm. is 20. And you could spend, like I did, I spent a good 10 minutes on one boss. And then when you figured out how to kill him, it was 10 se- You could kill him in 10 seconds. Right. Yeah. That, that happened to me with one of the bosses. I, I probably fought him a good 20 times, and then I was like, okay, I see what I'm doing wrong. And then it took me like two seconds. Right, because you're just figuring out the mechanics and then doing that. Correct, yeah. But it's cool because, you know, it, first off, it really, really makes you think. And then after your first five bosses, um, the world opens up to you. Okay, and like Justin went one way, I went the other way. You went um, into the forest, I went into the mountains. Yeah. So like the forest, do you remember in Zelda, the Lost Woods? Like yes. you go in the Lost Woods yeah. and you have to go a certain path for you yeah. to even get yeah. through the Lost I'm Woods. there now yeah. and it's frustrating yeah. as hell. Uh-huh. Like that's what this part of the map is that to me. That was so annoying until I figured out which way to go. It's map. annoying, yeah. yeah. Like I, 
I spent a good 20 minutes or so um, like just mapping out like, okay, if I go this way twice, yes. then it resets. If I go this way twice, it resets. Right. So it, it took a while just to map everything out. Like if you go right, right, let's say, then yeah. then you're at a temple. Or if you go left, right, then Was you're back at the beginning. I used to, yeah, I used to write that kind of thing down. Yeah, just yeah. Make well, sure, that's, yeah. What, that's what I yeah. had to do. So the world opens up. It's beautiful looking. Um, but yeah, that that's basically what it is. It's you're finding these little temple rooms, mm-hmm. going in, activating the boss, and playing out his pattern, how trying to game? realize. It depends on it how, depends good, you on how good you are. Yeah, you could beat it. You could beat it in like three hours. Right, if you knew. If you knew going all in, the ways, the mechanics yeah. of the the each one. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a, a super interesting speed run game to watch because yes. I have a feeling people are gonna like break it in under a half hour or so oh well there's a trophy there is a trophy for beating this game in 20 minutes okay well wow. there you go so then that yes, that's, that's super be, possible uh, cap- yeah uh, people the trophies are, are like are are strange in a way uh you know in bloodborne you get a trophy every time you beat a boss it's like mm-hmm. you beat this boss trophy in this game in titan souls you have to beat the boss in a certain way okay it's not just beating them so i was facing this one boss in the mountains which rob you haven't seen yet no but it's a um, it's a statue. It's a it's a, it's a giant face that rises in and out of the snow, and it has teeth. And while you're in the snowbank, there is a hand that will come. I think it's a hand. It will travel under the ground and then come up and then shoot a laser at you. <laughs> right. So this particular trophy was you have to knock out all that guy's teeth with that laser. Right. Now you have to do that anyway because. You to hit him in his weak point, you have to at least break one of the teeth and then shoot it through the thing. But, but this, this is requires like, you to break every single one. Every single one, right? And can you I got see that those trophies today. before? Yeah, you could see. Them. Oh, okay. So but my, my problem with it right now, I don't know which boss is which boss. So like some of them are like fairly obvious, like beat the yeti in ten seconds. Yeah. But there were other ones where it was like, I don't know if this is the right boss. Like, and there's no guides up yet. So it's like, I don't want to see how to beat them. I just want to like look and be like, okay, this is the guy that I have to be trying to attempt this on and then see the way. And then, right. you know, I'll be able to accomplish whatever it is I'm trying to mm-hmm. do. But yeah, like they're not like laid out in a particular order where it's like, oh, this is the next guy. It's like Rob went a completely different way than me. And I know he's fighting some big plant. Yeah, yeah the plant I beat, the stupid mushroom was the thing that was was getting to me <laughs> i know for the Crabby blob guy mushroom. it's like you have to shoot the blob until there's nothing left but the heart oh well that that's hard because the that, smaller those blobs get the faster they hop around and then they and if you step in their slime you slow down yeah that's, that's one the hit from boss. them and you're done yeah, yeah. one hit from any one of hit from bosses. anything and okay. you die mm-hmm. uh but there's other ones where it's like there's a iron man mode and there is a um a gigantic moth flying around in yeah. the yeah. room. I'll, he'll <laughs> go out the window. running away. Ah! Uh, that was her screaming. There's a there's a there's an actual trophy for not rolling once. Get out of here. Yes. No rolling. Really? There's a no roll mode. Uh huh. Well, yeah. No, that that would be hard because rolling is like one of the main yes <laughs> main components. And there's of the an game. iron an Iron Man mode, which I don't know if that slows you down. I'm not sure what it does yet, but I think you have to beat the game first to unlock any of that. Mm-hmm. But for 13 bucks on plus, like I've you know I I've been waiting for this game for a while. I I saw it last year at PAX, uh-huh. the the previous one, and I was all about it. And uh, I remember texting Bobby and Steve before the show even started and being like. This game's really cool, guys. Like, I know you guys like Shadow of the Colossus. And, uh, yeah, Steve actually texting was like, this is all your fault because I guess he's playing it too. 
Yeah, yeah. He had mentioned today that he picked it up. Um, so it'll be interesting to see like how we all progress and what we face at what times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's and this is a game where you know you can go tackle one boss and then put it down for a little right, bit. You know, right. you know, a half hour get you far in this. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. have to have epic sessions to. Because yeah, last night know. I was like, oh, I just want to start it so I could say that I played it on the show mm-hmm. and I beat five bosses. Yeah, and like I beat one and I was like, that took me like a couple of tries and then I figured I I'm gonna get off, but let me see the second boss and then I beat him like right away. Then I went to the other one. That one took me. I went, it was the one that you said you did really fast. You're like, oh, I, I beat that one real quick, and I was like stuck on him for a while. The laser, the block laser. No, there was. No. What was the one to the left? So there was the blob block laser. Maybe it was the block laser. Yeah, you said you killed him real quick. I killed him first or second try. It was, and it was a fluke. It was a fluke. Still. Well, that's how I killed him too. Was I shot the arrow, missed, and I called my arrow back to me, right. and. It, he moved right in front of the arrow and it killed oh, him. And that nice. that was the actual trophy that I needed, but just didn't know it. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. I love when that happens. When that trophy pops and you didn't even realize, that's a good feeling. Well, that's how it always is for me because I don't... He, know, he never <laughs> looks. I don't even look at the trophies. Yeah. Yep. So uh-huh. yeah, I mean, that, that just it's on sale this week. And I think it's 15 bucks normally, but if you're plus yep. member, it's like 13 right now. 13 and, uh, change. So it's definitely worth it. I think it's worth it. Like, it's I, fun. I, I'm enjoying it. It's... Uh, it's different. Like it's like you know, if you like Shadow of the Colossus, you'll like this. It's right. like you know, it's a different type of thing. It's like not many hit points. It's like you both get one. Figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. Sounds interesting. Uh, and what else was there? Games wise. You play any more Axiom? No, no, not this week because it was Bloodborne. I think it was just those three for me this week. Well, I think you played something else. Um, because uh, one of our listeners at Nintendo, who's also helps us out with the show a lot. Uh, helped me out this week. Uh-huh. Um, and I managed to get Mortal Kombat 10 thanks to him. Uh-huh. And I've been playing that. And uh-huh. that is a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you, Chris. That yes. was very, very generous yes. of you. Um, I didn't play it yet. Oh, it's it's fun. Um, it, it's For me, it's the same as it always is. Um, this is not criticism of the game. This is a criticism of me. But I kick butt in that game as long as I'm playing Sub-Zero. Uh-huh. I am horrible, everyone else. But Sub-Zero, for some reason, I've been playing Sub-Zero every single Mortal Kombat I've ever played. That's my man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been playing with him. It's been fun. The great thing with this one so far, and again, I'm only a few out, you know, I'm a couple of hours in. Um, I've been playing the story mode. They've definitely stepped that up. Um, the weird thing with this one is there are um, quick time events with the button prompts, mm-hmm. which is really unusual. Why, do you like turn your head during a story and then yeah, all of a sudden because, you're... because like, you know, to be honest, we've talked about this a million times. Really, I couldn't give less of a shit about a Mortal Kombat story if I tried. Uh, so I don't like the fact that they're making me watch it by making me press X every now and then. And also because it's completely irrelevant because if you don't press the button prompt, it doesn't really matter because the story's going to go the way the story's going to go anyway. So What if the there's point? a trophy? Oh, don't say that. They just ruined it. Now I'm going to have to watch it. There's a trophy for not missing a button prompt. <laughs> there might well be. Um, but yeah, so I've got like a couple of chapters into the story. Um, the mechanics are pretty much the same as they've always been. I always have a little trouble with the lateral movements. Weirdly enough, ever since it went to actually having joysticks on the controllers. Like I was good when it was just the D-pad. I was much better because then you could just, you know, it's one way or the other way. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the inputs were easier than technically. Exactly. It well, felt I always, so. Yeah. Maybe it's just because what you're used to, but that was, yeah. So 
I've been playing um, the story mode, got a couple of chapters in, it's fine. The interesting thing is there's lots and lots of different options in one player, which is great. They have the towers again, um, and they've got different variations of the towers. Mm -hmm. So there's ones where you have like one health bar, and you've just got to get as high as you can on that tower. And every single bout, you go in with the amount of health you had left in the last bout. So mm -hmm. that's an interesting way of doing it. There's the regular towers. There's ones that change daily and weekly. Um, so there's a lot of variety. If you like, don't want to play the story, there's, yeah. a, you know, there's a great one-player mode. I like the one with all the modifiers. Yes. Like, oh, it's it's crazy. Like, there'll be bombs raining from the sky. Upside or down. You'll play upside like, down, or yeah. it'll be one-hit kills. All those weird things. Do you remember, like, uh, Mortal Kombat 3, when, uh -huh. you, when it would load, and you could put in all the codes the at the beginning? The weird codes, yep, yeah. Like NBA Jam codes. It's, and yep. it was fantastic, like... It would be a black screen unless you made contact and then it would flash. Yeah. <laughs> so you had no idea where you were until you hit someone in the back of the head. Uh -huh. So that's a great way of like incorporating that kind of thing. Uh -huh. um, so I've had fun with those ones. Now, the thing I spent like I must have spent an hour and a half doing, which is really weird. Um, there is something called the crypt. Okay. Now, the crypt is a lot like the last one where you have your unlocking stuff. You have coins. You earn the coins playing the bouts and you unlock stuff like modifiers, uh, brutalities, fatalities, all this kind of stuff. But you're walking around a graveyard and each grave you can pay to unlock. Mm -hmm. Now you'll be walking around and all of a sudden a wolf will jump out and you have to hit a button prompt to get away from it. Okay. I, I spent like an hour screaming because honestly I had between all these various areas you can go to, I had like 15 things jump out at me. I managed to kill one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad, I would just seriously? scream really loudly and then not manage to hit the right button in time. Uh, but yeah. You must be a ball <laughs> to sit next to one playing games. Oh my God. It, now, I'm not good with jump scares. Did, did, you, did you say you did some of the tower stuff? I uh, did a couple of the towers, but this is the thing that I spent ages on because there's also puzzles in this area. Now, the Mortal Kombat 9, you were just walking around, you could unlock stuff, but that was pretty much it. Okay. This one, you follow paths and you need to collect various weapons or like Sub-Zero's ice ball or like, you know, you collect various bits and pieces and it helps you to unlock different areas. And when you get to the area, there's going to be a small puzzle and you unlock that puzzle, which helps you get into a room where there's going to be chests that you can then buy. So there's like, seems to be dozens and dozens and dozens of these things that you can unlock. Um, but it's a nice little distraction. Like you're not fighting. It's almost like Doom. You can only go left, right, front, you know, forward or backwards. Uh -huh. um, and you just follow, it's first person. You're just following the little pathways around. But I spent ages, ages doing that today. <laughs> not uh -huh. even fighting. So now th th this is the interesting thing with the game. Yeah. Because we've talked about DLC and like, uh -huh. especially with, with Evolve, you know, you could buy new hunters and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But you get the map packs for free. So they have characters that you could buy. Yes. Also, for four ninety nine. You could buy fatalities. 20 easy fatalities. Yes, you can. And I have... You can also earn them in the game. Correct, so yeah. yeah. But if so, you don't have time to earn them... No, you can pay for them. Um, but there are more than the fatalities. There's, like, each character has, like, two or three fatalities I've seen so far. But they also have, like, five brutalities, which uh -huh. I don't think you can buy. I think you need to be able to do. Uh -huh. And you have to unlock them in this crypt place. And so there's a lot more... Um, I like that you have the option of doing that fatality if you want to just see it. But equally, like once you've seen it, you've done it and it's not really special You like the anymore. option of, of buying them? 
like for five dollars like, to buy no, twenty of not, them. No, 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 not, not buying that. them. Okay. Using the coins, earning the coins okay, that's in fine. game, and sure. using the coins, not spending money to do it. That is completely ridiculous to me. Man, I would love to see the balance sheet to see how many people are actually doing mm-hmm. that. I was surprised right now, even though I'm still, you know, I'm only like an hour and a half into the um, story mode. Mm-hmm. There's not as many characters on the roster as I thought there would be. Um, there's old favorites on there, which is great, but there's not as many as I would want to see. Uh-huh. Um, however, I'm seeing them in the story. Correct. So they're popping up in the story, but I want to be able to play as Sindel, and I've only seen her in the story. She's not one of the characters. and Yet. So, yeah, th- I'm interested to see just how many get unlocked. But when you first come up, you've got, like, the roster that you're, avail- that you're allowed to choose from, and there's one on each end that's kind of, like, not blacked out, but, like, shaded out. Oh, I think that's Predator... No, no, there's two not. different ones. Yeah, and that's when coming you, later. Yeah. But I, they, they could do that where right. it's blacked out. But you just hover over them and it says, do you want to get this character? And then it just takes you to the Xbox store and you can buy that character. So there's a lot of microtransactions in the game. Mm-hmm. Definitely between the coins and the characters. And I want to be able to unlock them. I want to be able to get through the story and I want to unlock those characters. Yeah. Which, Obviously, that that's how it used to be because exactly. there was no microtransactions. Exactly. Uh, it just yeah. wasn't possible. Yeah. But I could I could understand, you know, the the buying character part, mm-hmm. the buying the fatality part is is the weird thing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm not far enough in yet to see just how badly I would want to do that. Uh-huh. Like I said, there's certain characters where I'm never ever going to be able to pull off that fatality because I just can't. Uh-huh. So maybe it's good to you know if yeah, you play I, as a different character I, and you're gonna do the whole crypt thing though. So I think yeah. you're gonna have enough red coins to. I'd hope so. Yeah. Like, I just like, at least want to see every single character's main ones. Yeah, that's what I'd like to be able to. See. I'm sure you're gonna be able to. What do you think about that whole? It's weird. Like, I, I, everyone throws back Evolve, but Evolve was like this weird thing where it was like yeah, there's like ten different ways you could buy this game, right? But you could most of it was just cosmetic skins. But there was nothing in the game that actually made the game simpler for you. There was no like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I think it's bad when they sell like XP boosters or absolutely you can Things run faster can, yeah, like an Assassin's Creed or stuff like. So this is like, you're, I mean, it, it's a stupid thing like a, a you know, fatality um, makes the fatalities easier to do. You know, I, I like the idea. I like the idea of it um, that you could buy it with in-game stuff, but like spending money on it, it's like I don't know. Yeah. Like that seems like. Like above and beyond, like hey, if people want to drop money on cosmetic stuff, like I'm sure there's going to be Absolutely. skins that you could buy, yeah, like yeah, yeah there, whatever there is, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah, that's all fine because, like you said, that's one of those things. If you like to do that kind of thing, that's fine. But I think selling the things that are uh, yeah that make the game easier, yeah, kind of ruins that, the like, integrity of the game. Yeah, but like even the same thing, like a fatality in some way is a cosmetic thing. You've already won the match, then so in a way, like they're not making the match easier for you. So that doesn't bother me. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? You know, it's stepping back at it and saying it like, no, I actually, I don't have a problem with it because the fatality is just a, a cosmetic thing. Oh, but it's so satisfying when you pull it off. Yeah, I know. But like for people who can't pull it off and want to see it, if they want to spend money on it, hey, whatever. Yeah. If you want to get the in-game, but like as long as it's not affecting the actual game itself, like the fight. Yeah. Then I'm no, fine No, I with agree. It. Yeah. Because like you said, it is past the point where you've won the bout anyway. But there's nothing worse than like, you know, winning that really great bout when it says finish him and you... You slap him around the face. Oh, that <laughs> happens to me all the time. You can, that's like exactly. Mortal Kombat one and two in a nutshell, isn't it? Because you've got yeah, exactly. Sweep. You've got like fifteen buttons in a row. You need to press in a certain order, and you start doing it. And the first one, punch him in the face, and uh-huh. it's over. 
yeah that always sucked but again it's part of the game because <laughs> when you do pull it off that's something to be proud of mm-hmm. so i'm enjoying that i'll have more to say about that next week yeah no definitely i'll too, I'll, right? I'll have plenty plenty to say i'll i'll probably go through the story mode yes yeah because that's you know you said injustice um that was kind of a big deal right the story mode and that how oh, involved yeah. it was and how well it was done so i'd be interested to see um rob's take on the actual story mode so um i think that wraps up what we've been playing this week right I think so no one's got anything else Mm-mm. no i'm good all right so how about we move on to a couple of questions uh sure justin thing. you have a question for us we have one question yeah. uh this deals with Halo 5. Uh, this is from Luciano, our friend at the Arctic Beasts. Any thoughts from the crew on the recent Halo trailers and the Hunt the Truth campaign? So we had this question, and I know you guys were holding it until I got here. Yes, and then you're like, our Halo guy. Yeah. And I don't want to give away too much because we've been saying it forever, but Jackie and I are <laughs> eventually going to play this stuff. I yes. just have to convince her to actually come do it. But you had ex- oh, you had, such a liar. You had live problems that yes. you know that when we actually sat down to do it, you couldn't sign in. So that was that uh-huh. was a problem we had to tackle. But right now, I have really don't have anything in my backlog. It's just indie stuff, and I'm I'm ready to jump in and do this. So, uh, Rob, did you, did you get to see the trailers? Yes, Jackie, you didn't. I didn't simply because there's no point there's in no me point. watching it right yeah. now. And I actually listened to an episode of The Hunt of the Truth. All right, so tell me what you thought of that. Um. Okay, so what what was that big podcast that everyone listened to recently with the, the crime thing? Oh, Serial. It the, oh, yeah, yes. it's it's Serial, but with <laughs> but in the Halo universe. Really, it's an investigative reporter right. that's going around hunting for the truth. You know, he's that's interviewing. Awesome, he's I like in, that. And it literally is Serial. Wow, and this is a marketing campaign. Yes. Correct. Yeah, that is in very this, inventive. In this game, it seems like there's going to be two viewpoints um it looks like chief has gone rogue and there's a new spartan chief is like an older spartan mm-hmm. and there's a new spartan hunting him and so the trailers uh for those who didn't get to see it the first trailer they showed was um his name is agent Locke, and he's going on and on about like is this what you wanted like you know and he's got this monologue going and it, it, it's a live action trailer so they're actors, but they're wearing suits. And you see the chat. The, the, they have a statue of Master Chief from the end of Halo 3. Right. And uh, you see Chief crumbled um, with like a, a giant hole in his armor by his shoulder. And Locke is going to finish him. And it's like, you know, he was saying like, this is who we thought you were looking up at the statue. But this is who you are. And it's this crumpled warrior. And he goes for the pistol and it fades to black. And it says, hunt the truth, Halo 5. Like an hour later, they showed another one where they reversed roles, and Locke is at the bottom of the statue, and Chief is like, um, he's going on and on about like, you know, is this what you wanted? Blah 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 blah. Like your mission is just ending, mine is just beginning. He grabs the pistol and goes to to shoot him, and it fades to black. Hunt the truth, Halo Five. So it looks like this game is going to have two dueling stories, um, okay. and I, I, you, I already know that you part, you play part of it as Agent Locke. It did its job because I got really excited for Halo 5. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> uh, I got really, really you excited for You texted me it. with one of your infamous all caps, we need to finish these games yes. so you can get excited about Halo yeah. 5. Yeah. It got me really excited. Uh, since you haven't played, you know, the Chief is at a weird state at the end of Halo 4. 
Um, we're not going to spoil anything more than that. Well, see, this would be my question to you, right? Is you're very, very excited about all this because yes. of this story and wow, what's happening? What's going on? Is this going to be a game that people can just jump into if they haven't played? Halo? I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't know because the thing is, I'm going to guess yes. You'd think they would have to, but then they've released the Master Chief Collection so people can catch up before if they five, want to, yeah. Right? Uh, see, but the thing is, like, four leads all leaves off in such a weird way. You know, there's a status quo shift. Um, you're like, I, I they, I don't know what's going to happen here. Like, the teaser they showed two years ago mm-hmm. when it wasn't even Halo 5, it was just Halo because yeah. they didn't have a title for it yet. Which is silly because it's just Halo Five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was like a completely different thing than we saw today. Like a completely okay. different thing. So I don't know where they're all going with this. I know because I've played the games what Master Chief is doing. Like I have an idea of what he's looking for. And if you read the books, like I haven't read the books, okay. But I, our friend Bob, has. And so when I was playing Halo Four, he was filling me in on like these new characters we've never seen are not new characters in the books. So, like, he left me with some clues, like, this is where the chief is probably going because this type of stuff has happened in the books. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like, I have an idea of why Master Chief is, like, you know, it appears he might be going rogue. But I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm 100% correct. Yeah. But we know, like, there's been stuff where, you're, where you see this new character they released uh, speaking with characters that we're gonna be, you're going to become very familiar with in Halo 2. Yeah. So it's it's kind of interesting. Like I I don't know where they're going, but I know I'm excited to get there. See now the thing is, uh, are you going to care about the story, Jackie? This is this is my whole thing. Is yeah, that's the problem I'm having. Is that we played through most of Halo One uh-huh. and we did it on PlayStation Chat, so uh-huh. I didn't actually listen to any of it because we just couldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and. If it's, I mean, it sounds really intriguing. I love that there is this whole story and there's this whole lore and mythology and that there's a, you know, there's a point A and it's getting to, Mm -hmm. you know, this is the continuation of a big story. And that's all fantastic. But um, am I going to want to play all the way through all these games and listen to the whole thing? And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, see, that's (laughs) the thing is like the percentage of people that are just playing it just to shoot crap. Versus that's, the percentage yeah. of the people that really want the lore. That's what I mean. Um, I, I would say it's probably even. I would I would say that's correct. Uh-huh. So are, are people, because is I, everyone excited at Halo 5 with these trailers going so story heavy? Well, that's, the, the trailers have always been very story heavy. Yes. Yeah. There has always been a, like, their, their marketing campaign, finish the fight. Uh, I figure mm-hmm. what Halo 4's was. I don't remember what it so was, but like finish the fight. Finish the fight was the big one. Okay. Um, they've always focused their TV trailers, everything on story. Right. And they sell like gangbusters. The problem with that is like the, the multiplayer community has been like cracked in half because this this was pre Call of Duty. And uh-huh. once Call of Duty came out, Halo Four tried switching things up, making it more Call of Duty like. We'll see what happens with the return to form with Halo Five. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like this. The story is like I, I used to just play them just to shoot stuff. And then somewhere along the line of like Halo 3, I kind of got invested in the story. Like not enough, not invested in enough to go back and read the books. But like I was invested in what was going on in Halo 4. Like I wanted to know what was happening to the characters. Like because, you know, I've been with most, most of these characters, the two of them, Cortana and Master Chief, uh, specifically for four games. Right. So I wanted to see where this where this takes them. And now I'm like, now I don't even care about the multiplayer. Like I just <laughs> yeah. want to know what's going on exactly, with the story. Yeah. And I think – 
I think one is like a weird thing to get into because it's a new universe. You're not like, you know, you're, you're seeing things that you're not completely clear on. Like, what does this even do with anything? But once we play two, three, four, you're going to be like, oh, okay, now I understand. Yeah. No, you were explaining a little bit of it to me because it was that I was. Halo one, in, Halo one so is still, weird, is still to weird to me. The, <laughs> and I've played it 15 times. Right. When we're three levels away from beating Halo yes. 1. So I just want to do it and then we're going right, to get we'll into the... We'll do it and we'll get excited about Halo 5 together. We can okay? finally get to the part where they actually <laughs> made it better. Like 2 is the one that's been completely remastered and they have the million dollar cutscenes. Right. So cool. I want to get to that and that, play it. That you'll skip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we can't skip those. Skip I mean, <laughs> they, I'm joking. They I are the attention. most beautiful looking cutscenes I've ever seen in a game. I will pay attention. They I literally promise. cost a million dollars. Really? Yeah, like wow. the, the company Blur that makes them... I think it's a million dollars for every minute. It's something like that. It's insane. Wow. Yeah. All right, I'll pay attention. I That's think. crazy. Yeah. Uh, just a little quick bit of news, just so everyone knows. Uh, Hearthstone now available uh, on mobile phones, That's mobile right. devices. Yep. So everyone set that to download and uh, let's play some Hearthstone. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've got to get back into that. I played it for like three days uh-huh. and then just completely forgot about it and... Yeah, well, now that now that it'll be on the phone, yes. it'll be interesting. That's true. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. sure. It's good. Um, Year of growth. Do we have another question? We do. We did, right? Yes. Let's do one more question. And one more question it is. It is from The Noise. He's a friend of the show. Uh, will Halo 5 be the first groundbreaking game of the new generation of consoles, or will the Phantom Pain be that game? Uh who? Goodness, I, th- I, th- I think it's really hard to say. Uh, I agree. It's hard to say because, like, let's say you go back to the PS3. You know, what would be the groundbreaking game for for that system? It's one of two games. It's I would say Uncharted Two or The Last of Us. Uh uh-huh. and, and Last of Us was so late in was the cycle, late, yeah. so and it's always easier in hindsight to mm-hmm. say that kind of thing, right? But he says the first, the first. That's that's what he said. Right? Do we really feel like there has not been a single? Yeah, it will be game. the first groundbreaking game of the new uh, generation of consoles. So not not the right. one that defines it, but the first okay. like groundbreaking one. But that's implying that we have yet to see a. We game. have yet to see a game. And you agree with that? Yeah, I'd... I think we have yet to see one. Yeah. Sure. I think Bloodborne's the closest thing to it, um, but I don't think it is that game. Now, like I had no interest in the Phantom Pain until last week. Um, we were going to a- actually talk about this question last week, but we just mm-hmm. ran out of time. Rob showed me gameplay of the Phantom Pain, and I it? like you know it, I thought it was great. I thought it was really interesting looking. I don't understand. I've never played a Metal Gear game, and mm-hmm. it's like I'm not going to understand any of what's going on story wise. You, you but, don't need to. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he said to me. And okay. I mean, it looks it looks fantastic, um, but like I, I, it's a that's not oh it's not a an exclusive anymore. Like for me, the game it, I, like a can't be an exclusive if if it's going to be the the game that like breaks the generation or first like you know breaks ground on the new generation of amazingness. It has to be multi-platform. And so the game that I'm thinking of is Fallout 4. And I think we're going to be playing that this fall. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, obviously, we have to wait for a 100% announcement. Yes. We have to wait for okay. an announcement. Because you've been getting excited about this before they yeah. even thought I mean, they might. I, I, I think, what if it's not Fallout? Like, <laughs> honestly, it's, if 90, it's not Fallout, like 95% okay. Fallout. Do you remember when they had that PSX uh, conference and they were like, Final Fantasy VII PC remaster and how everyone like wanted to riot? If mm. it is not Fallout 4 people will actually riot because like <laughs> it, it, it makes no it makes no sense for bethesda and we've talked about this to have their first ever conference at e3 their own thing and then not throw out 
their number one like come on guys this is the game that we've been keeping in secret for the last couple of years I'm like, very it would, intrigued. It, it, it would be like, I'm trying to think of, it, like, if there was a Sony conference and they didn't announce, I don't know, any AAA games whatsoever. And it's like, like we knew that they were going to have Uncharted 4. But, like, even that's a bad example because Sony always has their own conference. Yeah. You know, it, it would be like, here would be a good one, I think. It would be like if Sega came back and had their own conference and didn't announce, like, hey, guys, we made a brand new Sonic game that's not okay. going to be god-awful. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah. well, it'll be interesting. Yes, I'm looking forward to, to hearing. There, if there was yeah. another game that I know that is announced that might make that dent, I think it's possible it could be The Witcher. Hmm. That's yeah. true, yeah. The, yeah. the Witcher is looking to shape up to be like something special. Yes, definitely. I made the mistake they released, uh, when I was in Hershey over the weekend, they released, I think, like five minutes of gameplay. Yeah. And I was talking with Andy, and I was like, I don't want to watch it because if I if I watch it, then I'm going to want to play it. And I know that this is like another <laughs> yeah, like exactly. this is a big big game. Like they said, it's yeah. up to 200 hours. Yeah. For you, you'll find a way to stretch that to a thousand. Absolutely. But I made the mistake of watching the gameplay, and now it's like, well, I'm going to go play The Witcher. There's yeah. no there's no way I'm not it. playing that game. Yeah, I'm very I've always too. wanted to play it, but just like yeah. it's like it's a thing where I know like. It's a Skyrim. Like, even yeah. though the game can be beaten in 25 yeah. hours. Well, that's not the point. It's 25 to 200. I probably spent, like, at least, I would say, between 5 and 10 hours making iron daggers. You know, easy. <laughs> Just one well, after that, the other after the other. That's what this is going to be, between, <laughs> yep. like, hunting for beasts and making exactly. making weapons and yeah. just doing all those Leveling little Leveling up and not getting uh, anywhere in the story. Just spending, like, 10 hours. Yeah, like, it, 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 yeah. it seems like it's... It, it seems like, out of everything that's been announced right now if you like if you ask me between metal gear um halo 5 and i'll say the witcher yep. those are like the big three games i think coming out um that we that we actually have seen actually we haven't really seen any halo 5 but we know it we at least know what it's coming and we know what it we yeah. have an idea of what it's going to be uh you know i i would say it's going to be the witcher if i had to pick one between those three yeah i think the witcher i don't know, like Metal Gear is going to be a huge deal. I know that because people just go bonkers for Metal Gear. And like that's just one of those things I've always been it's outside true. looking yeah. in at. I just I definitely feel like this is one of those things that we're going to be able to judge better in hindsight I think, than but we I, can I, right now. I think between MGS4 coming out um, was – oh, no. It was, just, it was – yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4 and Skyrim. Like So like the last Metal Gear was Metal Gear 4. But that was like pre-Skyrim days. Like I think Skyrim opened up an entire – audience to these type of games because it's the best game ever invented okay that's enough idea. <laughs> but like i think it opened up like that that fantasy you know hundred hour campaign yeah. to people who like myself had never really played it before uh-huh i've like and we've gotten into this before i definitely think oblivion was that game just it, for the fact that it was super early in the 360 cycle that's true and yeah. there was nothing to buy so people that would have you know maybe bought something else if there were tons of games out they bought oblivion and i think that that's what opened people's eyes to what but what these kind of games are you're mm-hmm. pr- you're absolutely pr- most likely right but i always think of skyrim just because so you could say skyrim and people will know what you're talking about uh-huh. like it it sold so many copies yeah. it's ridiculous but like the Oblivion didn't do it for me. Like I played Oblivion and I couldn't get into it. I was the but same. Skyrim was yeah. the one that that grabbed me. It, tons of other people could have played Oblivion, and I know that it worked. It worked. It like it sold like gangbusters on the 360 when it first came out. Mm-hmm. 
But like so either way, I, I feel like there's an entire new audience for these type of games that in the last, you know, beginning part of the generation last time may not have been there. Or definitely were there at the end when Skyrim came out. But like now you have all these new consoles. Like it feels like the next jump to me. Like Dragon Age didn't uh-huh. hit it. Like it did, it, se- it doesn't seem like Dragon Age hit that point where everybody where it was like you've got to go play Dragon Age. No, definitely. And it got a lot of praise. It got oh, a lot yeah. of awards. It, but it, it won Game of the Year awards from yeah. big sites. IG, it was IGN's Game of the Year. But for me, I put like 100, how many did I say in the end? 117 yeah, hours like or something. Yeah. I have, don't think I've thought about it since I finished it. I honestly, like this is the first time I've thought about it since I finished it. I game. was going to start that game mm-hmm. and now I know The Witcher is coming and it's like, I just, right. I, I think I want to play The Witcher more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then plus you got to figure that the fact that obviously gaming just keeps growing and growing because... You know, the the first generation of people that were playing these games are still playing them now. It's yes. not like we've hit that drop off point where where gamers are dying. Um, oh, that's such a horrible thought. Well, no, it's seriously, <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. Like no, our generation true. will be the first generation. Yep. To be in nursing homes playing <laughs> video games, Hopefully. like like fully, yeah. Like, yeah, like when fully. the Wii came out, yeah. When the Wii came that out, that, that's what. That's when we're what, all old. We're going to be sitting in those, like, you know, those big, like, armchairs where they make you sit upright, peeing ourselves with, like, the Oculus Rift on. Oh, yes. It'll right. be, what's, Wally? <laughs> yeah. It'll be just I'm like Wally. I'm going to book my chair right next to you two. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Fantastic. <laughs> I, Having fantastic. said that. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. I'm going to end on that thought. All I'm right. going to do a little housekeeping first, which is the bit that I suck at, so I just jump in. You know what I, I do is on. I write everything down, and, yeah, like, sometimes I, I actually, that. I physically write out talking underscore games because yeah. i will for some reason I'm freak saying. out when i see the underscore and be uh, like yeah <laughs> talking line that's why i'm like i oh i hate doing this all right here we go from the top so we are on twitter at talking underscore games fantastic personally i am at jackie turner j-a-c-q-u-i justin i am at your j-r-o-a-k and oh. i am at dusk 1020 um you can find us on itunes you can find us on talkingcomicbooks.com where we also have a whole load of other podcasts for you. Talking comics, misfits, uh, talking Valiant, talking movies, which is, I believe, at Movies Talking on yes. Twitter, right? Uh, we also have an email, which is talkinggamespc at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash talkinggamespc. Maybe. <gasps> yes, no. Yes. I always, right. for, I always forget right. the Facebook one when I'm hosting. Okay. So what did I forget? Anything? B- backup uh, stories? Backup <gasps> stories. Oh, I do that to you every time. Isn't that terrible? You could come. Uh, <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Rob and I have started our own comic book video show, which you can um, check out pretty much every mm-hmm. We record on Fridays. We, we get the video up sometime yeah, Friday see, evenings. That's the extra bonus. You get to see your handsome faces too. Yes, which right? we sit there and stare at and it's like... <laughs> I need to lose weight. So I, I, need bought, to, I, I hide bought, my double chin behind the microphone. <laughs> I bought an elliptical machine this past weekend because I was like, I'm oh watching myself on camera now. Okay, so he bought an elliptical machine like a week ago, right? Yeah. And when I got there to set up, it was in the box and we set the camera on top of the elliptical <laughs> machine box. Because it was the perfect camera. height. That's amazing. So you're looking at it the whole time. Yeah, and uh, yeah. you could also, like a, a day or so later, download... Um, download the show on the talking comics special edition feed as a which, podcast as right? a podcast which mm-hmm. also hosts uh, comics and coffee which bobby hosts on fridays mm-hmm. cool all right so i got through most of that 
I did yeah. I did seventy five percent of the housekeeping, right? That's not too bad. Right. That's it's better than I team effort. Team the first effort. time I did it, I just totally forgot all of it. So you were just like, I'm Jackie, bye bye. <laughs> See you <laughs> exactly. later. I'm getting better, right? Improving year of growth and everything. Yes. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Did you miss me? Are you happy I'm back? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap it up right there. So we will see you next week. <laughs>